songs. Hey, friends. Welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. <laughs> hey, friends. Hey, friends. Hey, pals. Hey, friends. Hey, it's Betsy Stover. And I'm Amanda Allen. And we are your friends. Hey, friends. <laughs> hey, friends. Hey, friends. Hey, friends. <laughs> um, <laughs> bonjour. Bonjour, France. What a weird way to start this episode. <laughs> How are you, Amanda? I am dead inside. Oh, hi. Yeah. Yes. Hi. Hi. Hey. I'm very tired as well. Yeah. It's so cold in Los Angeles. So uh, it's blustery. There's wind and it's like 55 degrees. Which is freezing. So everyone in town is losing their minds. It's so cold. They're like, oh my god, is this what it's like on the East Coast? And I'm like, stay home. It's make it negative. Yeah, way worse. (laughs) We're so spoiled and I know. Like we were walking at work. We walked across from one building to the next to go to Starbucks, and it was like, should we be doing this right now? (laughs) It's 64 degrees in the middle of the day. It was so. It was the most LA I've ever been. It was. It would have only been I, more I LA if you drove. Drink. I got an ice oh, drink. Okay. I, it was not that cold. <laughs> this episode, we are joined by. She is a uh, therapist, a writer, and a podcaster, Eve Sturgis. Hey. Hello. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm also cold. I'm also cold and tired. Yeah. I see you have a puffer coat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wore I brought mine out too. The, I brought out the down layers. Yeah. Yeah, it has a big hood. Yeah, wow, can't joke around. Yeah, no, but uh, it's weird because in this, in this weekend I was swimming, like it was ninety. Yeah, this weekend. Yeah, well, and now it's sixty, fifty-five, sixty. That makes it worse. Right, it makes it, you feel. It's colder. harder for us yeah. because of the great extremes. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, we only shocking. get it like two days a year. Yeah, like it was really, hot. <laughs> it was really hot. We were in our natural climate, and then. The drop in temperature yeah. feels more dramatic to our sensitive figures. Yeah. <laughs> like, how do you eat outside when it feels cold? Right. right. All our patio time <laughs> cut into. I walk around the house with, like, the sweater around my hands. Like, what? Around my hand. You know, I pull down longer than my arms. Just like, it's so cold. It's so no. cold. Like, checking the temp on the wall, like, a thousand times. In our defense, houses here are not... No insulated no, not insulated properly no. at all my, my house is made to feel cold because it's hot all the time right right yeah. they're like this will be great we'll just make it kind of dark in the sun yeah yes. that's it yeah that's yeah. our houses too yeah you're like oh i can't ever get warm in this and like the draft will be nice yeah yeah <laughs> 100, 103 degrees outside and you're Feel like that cross oh, breeze? freezing <laughs> our house is not insulated at all no. it is so drafty is so freezing <laughs> the floors are freezing mm-hmm. yeah growing mm-hmm. up in minnesota the houses were insulated well against the cold yeah i felt like that on the east coast always like yeah. confused where i was like i'm actually i feel pretty warm here I yeah i feel pretty good because so. you were in like a well-made building yeah and then i would get like <laughs> and then i would put like proper clothes on to go out like to get starbucks properly layered yeah so an, iced like, starbucks. an iced yeah. starbucks so that, felt, <laughs> so that felt warm too warm you know like Oh, it's weird. Yeah. Um, I know what you mean. You like bundle up, you walk out, yeah. and you're basically in bed, like yeah, comforter. <laughs> yeah, you're like I'm just walking around in bed, like we're in here. It's that's like- what I learned in the in the like when I figured out down coats 
it was just like putting on your comforter and walking outside. I was like, mm. okay, game changer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The more you know. <laughs> um, this, is, this is riveting. I'm like, one day I figured out I could put a coat on. It's crazy. Eve brought wine. Uh, it's called Beauty and Chaos, which is a very fitting kind of wine. And not that it matters, except it matters that it's beauty in chaos. Oh, sorry. Beauty in, in chaos. In There's a beauty chaos. in the chaos. Yeah. Beauty in the get chaos. it. So apt. Don't you get it? So Makes so cheers. Cheers. I feel oh, like everyone cheers. probably brings it. Cheers, no. friends. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. Never apologize. The worst is I'm always going to now start calling people friends. Friends. And everyone's be like, why is she doing that? <laughs> like, hey, Franz. 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 Um, so I have three children. They are all boys, four, seven, and nine. I have three kids. I have a nine-year-old boy and twin six-year-old girls. Let's have a party for the threes. I have three kids. I have a six-month-old baby. I have a four-year-old boy. The baby is genderless, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) We'll find out. Baby doesn't have a sex. And the uh, oldest is 16. Uh, Female, 16. So you have a 16-year-old, a four-year-old, and a six-month-old. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. That is... What I imagine, all of the worst ages. <laughs> <laughs> At once. It's like, wow. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, uh, we don't give advice on this show. Mm. So I'm afraid if I give any opinions about what it's like, people might think that I'm suggesting you lean in one direction or the other <laughs> when it comes to spacing out the ages of your children. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it works for some. Yeah. Works for some, some might say it's perfect. Yeah. Some. Some. Oh. Because might you have a babysitter. Disagree. Some might disagree. <laughs> say about that. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. You are a superhero. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh, guys. I'm just trying to get through these cold Los Angeles days, you know? One day at a time. Oh, man. My cold, my children are uh, cold. Did you guys have a fun Super Bowl Sunday? Yeah. Uh, we... We went to like a mom, a mom friend with kids was like, I'm just going to have everybody at this house. And <gasps> she got a bounce house. Perfect. Yeah. She's just a real like whip it together kind of mom. And she had a bounce house. I always and, wanted to do that. And she threw the, she threw all the casseroles together, you know, casserole dip stuff. Yeah. And uh, so we all just went there and it was great. My friend does that. She will have everyone come over and her husband makes the greatest tri tip of all time, Jason. And um, they have their adult friends sit and we eat try tip and salad and have drinks and they, they get a bounce house. They rent a bounce house and all the kids just sit in the bounce house and jump around the whole time. It's brilliant. It would never occur to me to just rent a bounce yeah, house. It was, yeah, it was house. totally brilliant. It was kind of, um, kind of like super genius, wonderful and also like super chaotic hell injury zone. Uh, but yes, like, yeah, but it was fun. I don't know. Like, like it was it, someone, one mom was calling it the Thunderdome. Like, yeah, yeah. We're just like going, it was just like so many cracked skulls. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and then someone, they ordered pizza and then someone brought like three cases of, uh, donuts, the, 
Krispy Kreme donuts. Mm. And, That's a good uh, friend. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> and if you weren't regulating on your good. kid, it was just, yeah, my like four-year-old thought it was heaven, heaven, the heaven house. We had the opposite. Bounce house and donuts. We sat around doing a puzzle. Mm. Oh, you mm. guys like that. I do. <laughs> we did a puzzle uh, and... Uh, and it's on your Super coffee Bowl. table yeah. right now. Oh, I noticed it as well. How is it that you have three kids and there's a puzzle not finished sitting on a coffee table? Well, because we get really close to finishing it and then somebody kind of pushes it over so then we have to keep oh. going with it. We're <laughs> almost there. Okay. And I feel like everybody just took a break from it for a minute because it was getting to where it was, yeah, restarting it again. Yeah. But no, they are doing well with it. They like working on it. So it's nice because yeah. it's there because all of a sudden, like if I put music on, it's almost like the music plays. I've talked to you about this before where if I don't have the TV on but I put music on, my kids will just play and draw and do things and they forget to ask to watch wow, TV. Nice. Oh, nice. It's like, like hypnotism or something. Yeah, it's like I think that there's a noise so it feels full in the house in a way where they're not like, oh, we should do something. <laughs> I like that it's like hypnotism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So All of a when sudden, they music, stop do you mean smoking? Magic? Yeah. Yeah. I just um, put them to sleep and tell yeah. them. No, put but music they, on. They, yeah. they uh, balk like a chicken. Yeah. And I'm then like, they take off their the clothes. Uh, <laughs> um, so they, they all keep taking turns. They'll just go over and start doing the puzzle. It sounds amazing as i'm saying and i'm like wow uh we have good times doing puzzles the only thing is that my kids still don't understand like puzzle etiquette Uh, oh first of all my four-year-old we have to just be like get out of here like go find something (laughs) else to do because he's not helpful Mm -hmm. at all or he just like takes the pieces and puts them on the floor like he doesn't know Mm -hmm. how to do a big puzzle about edges no (laughs) well yeah so i'll be like i'm working on this part and then my nine-year-old will be like I'm also working on that part. Yes. They come and sit in my lap and yes. then like go in front of you. Yes. You do. It is a test of patience. You have to be like, okay, it's yeah. fine. Uh, Being a control freak, I have trouble with that. <laughs> I don't think I've, I, this sounds so weird. I don't think I've done a puzzle since I was pregnant with my 16 year old. Yeah. And during that time we got a huge, um, like Simpsons character, puzzle that was gifted to us and i got so obsessed with it like addicted like i got like addicted to doing yeah. it because i couldn't stop until it was done i don't think i've done a puzzle since because i'm so scared <laughs> <laughs> i'm so scared it will like suck me in like that oh. again yeah i uh i work with someone and they said they do their best thinking when they do puzzles yeah. and so it made me go oh i should start doing puzzles that's really smart because there's mm. times where it's like it just forces you to kind of think differently and not get so caught up in everything else. You just are in the moment looking at these yeah. things and trying to solve. Where does it go? I don't think at all when I'm doing puzzles, which is actually very nice. I don't think when I'm doing Either them. way, it's yeah. meditative. It means, yeah, right? it is very like, meditative. It's like a focused meditation. Yeah. I like it. Well, I like and I'm addicted task. to focused meditation, so oh. as you can see. I, what? That's why I can't do puzzles. <laughs> Are you really addicted to no. it? Oh, okay. I, I just like, mean like I, I can't like, do wow. I can't do puzzles. I don't know. <laughs> Cuz you get too crazy about it. Yeah. Yeah. I well, can't. I learned it's also important to get a puzzle that is actually easy to sort of differentiate the areas cuz we had one where it was like all the same color basically. I was like, "Oh, we this isn't going to work." Mm-mm. Like it's just not going to work. It's just blue like a blue square. You're like, "Oh god." Was that you? Someone made a 
<laughs> I think it's someone that we know made a puzzle um, based off of like a black and white picture of like their mom and oh. her and their aunt oh, from their childhood. Hard. And they were like, I inadvertently pranked them because it's just all gray pieces. The oh, hardest terrible. puzzle of all time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's great. See, we were doing the state of California. The only thing yes. I don't like about it is that it's not accurate to where it would be in the state. So you're in your mind, oh, like you're like, oh, San Diego will be here. Oh. And San Francisco will be here. <laughs> oh, no. So then in your mind, you like see like pieces and you're like, oh, that yeah. will be there. Yeah. But it no. doesn't. No, it's just like a drawing. A vague approximation. Yeah. It's like, oh, Long Beach hmm. isn't there. Oh, okay. It's not. Okay. Huh. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. I get it. Because so there's the lots of parts that Someone's don't have any landmarks and it would look unbalanced if you were like, mm-hmm. everything is in this one part. Yeah. Just Los Angeles. Just Los Angeles. Let's be honest. <laughs> it's great here. It's so cool. Uh, no, it's fine. It's, <laughs> you can't breathe the air. Uh, hi. Hi, Betsy. Um, Let me tell you a little something about, this isn't my story this week, but we went to a... um. Super Bowl party at the theater that I work at. Yeah. And so it was like comedians and their kids. Oh, and one thing I noticed was, so my kids are, so my husband and I are both comedians. We're both improvisers and our kids are, our, our kids are all like weird. They're, they're weird like we are. And, uh, and sometimes they struggle, I think socially cause they're just kind of on a different wavelength. And so something I observed when I was at this party was that they were with all these other kids of comedians and improvisers and they all like gelled really quickly and really easily. And I was like, oh, our kids are weirdos. Your kids are weirdos in the same way. And so they all just like meshed. It was fascinating. Yeah. So I realized, oh, okay. (laughs) We just have to, they have to find their people. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't find my people until like college, I think. But it was fun to watch that. Oh, yeah. so, but anyway, so we're at this comedy theater. We're watching the Super Bowl on the big screen and, uh, and there's, you know, there's comedians there and, uh, during the halftime show, oh. they were like, oh, all of the kids, you can get on the stage and also do a halftime show. Yeah. And so they oh, had yeah. all these like crazy costumes and wigs and while props. J-Lo was on the pole. Yes. Yeah. While J-Lo was pole- that is on hilarious. the pole. Uh, they're like Odie's out there with like a cardboard <laughs> cutout of like a, a pink Corvette and Ajax has this weird wig on and like an army jacket. And I forget what everyone else was doing. So it was just like total insanity and they were having a great time performing for us, but really we're kind of not watching them. And then Ajax, my seven-year-old, kept breakdancing, but he's like dressed like a, he he looked like, Ari kept calling him a draft dodger. Like he just had this like weird shaggy (laughs) wig and like this kind of like army looking coat. Um, And he was breakdancing and he was like loving having an audience which was, it was like, oh no, oh no. <laughs> you were supposed to do something important, Ajax. So, but then he also, he likes to do what he thinks is the splits, which isn't really the splits so much as he, he puts his legs into a wide V <laughs> and then it looks like 
it looks like he's just kind of humping the floor. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. That's not what he's trying to do. Yeah. He's right. doing, in his mind, he's doing the splits. Mm-hmm. But it looks hilarious. It just looks like he's humping the floor <laughs> with his crotch. So he kept doing that, and, and that got some big laughs. And then, of course, that fed it even more. And they were right. like, this is great. I'm going to do this more and more. He was like, I'm good at the splits. Look at how funny the splits are. So uh, so I can, Ari and I left and we went, so today our son did break dancing and humped the floor for Chris Catan. And he, so he mangoed mango. He did. Mm-hmm. He did. <laughs> That's kind of cool. It is, but also so strange. Yeah. So strange. He's making, yeah. Get get him in class. You know the teachers. <laughs> we don't do children's <laughs> classes. Children. Um, here, so what? I'll start. Yeah. So I was an only child until I was about like eight, ten, um, and I did most of my childhood playing by myself. You know, singing and dancing by myself, playing dolls by myself, and. As I got older, I really started to value that. I really actually love being alone. I love silence. I love quiet. Um, I think I call myself a social camel. I don't know if I've said that on the show before. I don't think so. What's that? It means I could go on a single social interaction for that could feed me for a long period of time. What do you mean by social like, interaction? If I was like alone in a cabin in the middle of the woods, I would not require other people human interaction for long periods of like time. So you days could, or whatever the camel. Yeah, I like could go a, a week go across the desert. Exactly. Yeah. So you could do like a silent retreat. Uh, it, would I be alone? Oh, right. I see. But I like to also be alone. Right. But yes, a silent retreat. That sounds heavenly to me. Um, Really? Yeah. I'm scared of them. I'm doing a mini one in two weeks. And I'm <gasps> I so wanna go. Scared. It's 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 in here. It's just a day. I'm terrified. How many what? how many hours? I don't know. Because it's like a self it's a self compassion day long retreat oh. with moments amazing. of silence. Oh, like, moments of silence. Like there'll be silent part like mm-hmm. parts. Like I'm terrified. Like I know lunch is silent. But I kind of like that because, well, there's a couple. Of <laughs> that things. actually sounds kind of terrible. I don't know. Right. Because it's we, not silent. No, Everyone's mouth is a lot of chewing. And I like know. forks but, on plates. how many times have I talked about how much I hate birthday parties because you have to have awkward conversations with people? There's a rule here. I don't have to do that anymore. Can you look at your phone? Probably not. They usually take your phone. Yeah, it feels like that day. would be antithetical to... Yeah. Just show up and be on the phone the whole time. Like this is my excuse to just surf. Yeah, like, yeah. you'll be like, this silent retreat was easy peasy. I said so much today without saying a word out. Loud. Like I won words with friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't think so. Anyways, yeah. yeah. So I I could go. Yeah, I could go a week Camel. with like no social interaction, and I don't know if I'd even miss it. Wow. Um, but then, you know, even if I did, I could have minimal so- social interaction and that could fuel me for a long period of time after. I just don't, I'm happy by myself and I'm happy not being talked to. Um, 
so I had three children. <laughs> so you live in Los Angeles, you're a comedian, and you have three children. <laughs> Perfect. And I have a husband with ADHD yeah. who <laughs> never stops talking. <laughs> and you have a podcast where we just talk. Oh. Yeah. So it's funny. It is funny. Well, you know, we all... Um, we try to recreate our own traumas <laughs> so that we can feel like we own it, uh, which I might be what I'm doing. I'm not sure. Okay, so um, <laughs> I I need I need silence. I need quiet time. I need alone time in order to feel like sane and whole and normal. And I have trouble like thinking and knowing kind of like <laughs> how to how to complete simple tasks. Um, in my day-to-day life if there's too much like input and because I have three kids and a husband with ADHD who never stops talking I have I have input overload all the time and some like I've said before sometimes there's three children all talking to me at once and all three of them are angry that I'm not paying attention to only them and responding to only them and then sometimes my husband is kind of a part of that as well and I, I just I like I can't I kind of have like um, uh, it's like circuits overload. Like I'm just like I can't function, and I kind of have to like go off alone in the house. It's like sensory overload. It is, yeah, it's sensory overload. But it's also like input overload because it's like if it was all just happening passively around me, I could like block it out. Right, right, but right. But because right. it's people talking to me and expecting me to process information and have thoughts and responses and then like respond. That's, that's the part that overwhelms me. If I could just be like, yeah, 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 yeah. It would be fine. But like, so even when, um, even when it's just me and my four year old, um, he, he, he doesn't leave me alone. So even when he's like, I'll be like, Hey, why don't you, um, like I'm, I'm feeling overwhelmed and I have stuff I need to do. Uh, I'll like, here, why don't you play this game on the iPad? But then he will continually be like, mama, look at this mama. What do you think? This is a silly thing. And so he wants me to like be a part of it. He, so even when I'm like, here, do this thing. I have to like somehow be a part of it and respond and stuff. And then even if I'm like, Hey, go outside and play for a while so that I can do this thing. He's like, he'll keep calling to me like, mama, come look at this. Mama, did you see this? And, uh, the car is that way too. Like, I don't, I don't know if, are there moms out there that have like silent car rides? I probably not, but like my car rides are, are wall to wall, there's no there's no silence it's just him talking to me and expecting me to always have a response and if i ever if my mind ever drifts and i'm like mhm he will like press me for a specific answer and if it's not the right answer he'll be angry at me um so i guess what i'm saying is i've been feeling really overwhelmed lately um and i really miss silence and not just silence but i miss like having mental space to myself to have like a full thought from beginning to end like completion i just feel oftentimes 
like, especially when all three kids are home at the same time, that I'm just, like, juggling so many different threads and and conversations and expectations and um, trying to make everyone feel, like, happy and seen, but it makes me crazy in the brain. Um, and I think part of it, too, is that because my husband has been home a lot now because he, he no longer has like a day job outside the house. This is actually really weird because you both are therapists and you're both looking at me with therapist faces. <laughs> <laughs> we totally are. We're like, it's really distracting. So I'm like, I'm not talking to friends. I'm talking to therapists making therapist faces. <laughs> I don't know how to make a friend face. I mean, I don't know what the difference is. A therapist face, you both have a little coy smile. <laughs> because in your mind, you're like, I know what this is all about. <laughs> I processed it way before you. <laughs> We're a step ahead of you, Betsy. We're always, a step ahead always. of you. Always. We have all of the world's answers. <laughs> We're just dying for you to ask us <laughs> <laughs> what we think. Uh, so, yeah. So that's that's the main thing. So I just crave more silence and alone time. And I think after the kids go to bed and sometimes before my husband gets home from work, there's like a little sweet spot in there where I'm just like, I've talked about it on the show before, but I absolutely love our sponsor this week, Bombas Socks. They are my favorite. Um, you know, socks are kind of the bane of my existence. I can never find matching ones. I can, you know, and if I do, um, some of them like fall down or they're just not good. And they, I don't know. I've learned as an adult that I can treat myself to nice socks. And so what better way to do that than through Bombas Socks? Bombas makes a lot of different performance socks designed for anything from running, hiking, to cycling, and more. Whether you're into sports or planning on getting way into sports, Bombas can help with performance socks in different styles that are made for basketball, tennis, running, golf, and more. They even have some that are just, like, really great socks that are no-show socks for when you're wearing just Converse or your regular everyday sneakers. They're made with a lightweight poly-cotton blend, which means no matter how hard you're working out, your feet will stay cool, dry, and comfortable, never sweaty. They also provide support in places you don't even know that you really needed it, your arches. Each sock is built with a special arch support system that's supportive but not tight. It's like a little nice hug on your foot. Uh, it's a foot hug. Did you know that socks are the number one most requested item in homeless shelters? Bombas socks were created to change that. For every pair you buy, Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. So go to bombas.com slash WMD today and get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash WMD for 20% off. Bombas.com slash WMD. You're welcome. What's, uh, what's, what's broken you? Amanda? <laughs> um, you know, okay. So tomorrow is Benny's heart day. Ah, congrats. Yeah. So Benny had open heart surgery. Couldn't help but notice it on that, on the calendar. Oh, in Benny's the, on heart. The fridge. You see, <laughs> it's like everyone water. Benny's like, heart oh, day. Oh yeah. I don't even know. What, I'm so glad you're touching on that. Cause I was like, I'm not going to ask. Uh, yeah, no, she had open heart surgery. She survived open heart surgery. 
uh, six years ago. So every year we celebrate it. And because she's an identical twin, it's exciting because it's her like special thing that she gets to celebrate. And this year, uh, I think last year it was a little tough for Emmeline too, but this year has been incredibly tough where she's like, she shouldn't get a cake. She shouldn't have anything fun. I wish I had scars so that we could have cake for me. Oh, mm-hmm. I wondered. That was going to be my question. I was like, what was the other twin yeah. yet? Yeah, mm. nothing. But I was oh. like, yeah. a heart, a fully yeah. functioning Health. heart. Yeah, I was like, you are she survival, <laughs> totally thriving. Let's just be proud of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, she was like, then Benny comes over this morning and she was like, I don't need a big cake. We can get two cakes, a small one for me and a big one for Emmeline. Like she can oh. feel how mad she is about it. Well, I was like, Emmeline. You get the same thing she gets. You get cake and pizza. It, you're going to eat the same thing she's going to eat. And it's all a celebration of the fact that she's here and it's great and it's cool. And we're all in it together. And she was just like, then he gets two birthdays. <laughs> then he gets two birthdays. Yeah. I don't get anything. I don't get a special Emmeline day. I don't get a like, I stole things from the store. So everybody like nothing day. <laughs> Is that, Why don't I get a klepto day? Yeah. She should. I mean, it's she. It happens so very much. Well, every day is klepto day. I yeah. Guess. Well, it's it's interesting because they really do like everything happens together. So I took them to get their eyes checked because when they went to their physical this year, the nurses were like, I don't know. You know, they're at that age where they can't tell. Um, they expect them not to be able to know their letters or to read. Right. They they're do. They're like sailboats. Right. And, right. Yeah. So they couldn't Coffee tell. Yeah. They're like, I don't know if they us. don't know it or if they don't know it. They're like, so you might want to check them. Um, they were both NICU babies. And so they had a lot of oxygen when they were little. So we've always been kind of watching because that can affect eyesight. Oh, uh, okay. I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> what? So that's one of the. watching with the oxygen. Yeah. Extra oxygen. Yeah. It I was, had no idea. <laughs> yeah, I, I, they were like, no, you got to always check. Uh, so we took them to the eye doctor, and she was. it was interesting to watch them test because I could see them making little mistakes. And Emmeline is like a perfectionist. She does not make mistakes. Mm. So like at one point they showed a birthday cake, and they're like, how many candles? And she was like, mm, 10, and there were three. Whoa. I was like, oh, that's weird. So... They tested them. They were like, they're right on the she verge. needs open eye surgery. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see where this is going. Got yeah. it. Well, I was like, <laughs> she might need glasses. It's LASIK day. It's <laughs> Emmeline's LASIK day. <laughs> we celebrate how many candles are on your cake. I get all three, the cakes. Three or no ten. No one gets any <laughs> Well, Benny, uh, so they both test She's like, they're both kind of on the cusp. I think they're okay for now. Eventually, they're going to need glasses. But let me just dilate their eyes to make sure they're not. I guess what kids do, which we all do, is our brains, like, we um, we see the picture of the bird. And even though we can't see that it's the bird, we're like, that shape looks most like what the bird was. So it must be the bird. Mm-hmm. Like, we kind of mm-hmm. figured out ourselves. So she was like, I'm going to dilate their eyes because it's going to show us what they actually can see. And so when she did, they did the test again. And then she showed me the numbers. And she was like, if it's like 0.5 over, I say they probably should get glasses. And she was like, Emily, it's like 2.5 over. Like she was incredibly, she was making up significantly for it. And Benny was too. Um, 
So now they both have to have glasses. So they finally got their glasses this because it takes like a week to order them. They get their glasses. They put them on. Uh, and it's clear to me that the glasses I don't think help. I think the glasses <laughs> make things worse. What? Well, now they know they're blind. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, it's like so strange. It's like when I put the, the there, there's, there's Benny's. Right. Okay. Go look it through them. They're not that bad, but they're also kind of okay. Yeah, it's a very weak prescription. It's a weak prescription. Emily and she's wearing them in bed because she loves them very much. That's cute. Um, but <laughs> oh, they're so cute. You got little flowers yeah, on them. You think they're weak? Baby you think it's a weak prescription? Yeah, it seems weak but to me. Can you see far with it? Like, are, are they just reading glasses? I don't know. I don't have glasses. I mean, I do have. Gla- I but yeah, I do know that. Like, is it bad for them to wear them? No. They're, Not if everything's a, very clear up front, up close. Yeah, but far away. Very blurry. Very blurry. Far away. So right. I've been trying to tell them wear them just when you're reading. Is that what they're for? I don't know. This is where I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Do you want to ask the doctor? Is there somebody that might have the answers? I should ask the doctor. Next time I go to Costco. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Um, I need... A thousand pigs in a blanket in a yeah. big bag. Frozen, please. And also the largest ketchup anyone's ever seen. Yeah, I get it. I get that. And then also, can you, can you just tell me? Gallon? You know, yeah. Mayonnaise, yeah, 10 gallons of mayonnaise. And also, could you just tell me, is my kids supposed to be wearing these during, like, when they read? What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> but they both ended up getting them. And then the woman was like, the optometrist was like, it's really strange because they have almost the same prescription. Emily's eye, left eye is just a little off from Betty's. And I was like, they're identical twins. It's not that strange. Not that strange. That's crazy. It didn't occur to me that, that mm-hmm. their eyes would even... Yeah. It's strange that Benny had the heart problems heart thing, and yeah. Emmeline didn't. Yes. That's what's strange. But I think that had... I don't know what I don't know. I'm not a cardiologist. Did um, they check? Uh, Emily has a murmur. Uh huh. So what if they but they've given her like a. Uh, yeah. It's not funny. But what if they didn't check? What if like you just had that idea She's right fine right now? <laughs> You're like, did they check? <laughs> like, and Amanda was like, Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> Guess what, Emily? You get a cake too. Because <laughs> when Odie got his oh, heart no. surgery, because my son also had an open heart surgery. Oh my god. They were like, you open should maybe club. have your. Yeah. They were like, you should have maybe your other kids get checked out because, you know, you never know. And they might also have it. So I was like, oh, well, maybe it was our identical yeah. twins. The mm-hmm. Both both of them have uh, murmurs, but they didn't. Ha- uh, Emily mm-hmm. doesn't have what Benny had. Uh, I think there was also like TTS was occurring a little bit. What's the, that? So a twin transfer syndrome, something like that. It's where they're, so their cords were completely knotted. Right. Uh, in utero. And then they also were like one twin starts to steal from the other. Right. So then that can usually, that's usually what you're watching for. But because they were Momo twins, they were like out before that could even start. But that was mm. starting. That's how they found out about Benny's heart was when she was born. They were like, wait, there's something up. Because Emmeline was the big puppy in the litter. The big puppy. Yeah. Aww. She was the big puppy. And um, Benny was my little runt. Mm-hmm. With a bad heart. And that's why, because she was a smaller, too, because her heart was working so, so hard to try to keep her going. 
But now she's here and she's Good getting a cake. Good for her. Good for that heart. Good for that heart. You know, they got so glasses and they heart. look smart. She, so when Benny put her glasses on, she looked in the mirror and she goes, I look like a scientist. <gasps> That's the best I know. I was like, you do look like a scientist. Yay. And then Wes was like, or a geek. And I was like, no. <laughs> and then just to be the most... Obnoxious. He goes, I don't need glasses. I have perfect vision. Great. And I was like, way to go, man. You just put them down in the shitter. (laughs) Rex used to wear glasses and it was a whole big to do. And then I remember that. And then we took him to like the children's hospital eye doctor, which was hard because (laughs) you you have to be like, you have to like make your appointment like 18 months out. They're just real busy. Uh, what with all the children, with all the heart surgeries, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> uh, so we finally got him in there, and she was like, "Well," or he was like, uh, "Well, he essentially has whatever, like I don't know, twenty, thirty, or whatever." Yeah. The it's like it wasn't that bad. He was like, "Unless your son is driving, I don't think he should really wear glasses." That's my concern. Yeah. I worry uh. about it, like because I've heard that the more you wear them, the worse your eyes get. I don't know if that's true. I know nothing <laughs> about this. Just let's put that out there. But I will say that I, I was should like, probably find out since my kids are starting to wear them. I was like, uh, well, why would that other doctor say that he needed them? And he was like, because people make money off of getting you to wear glasses. God, but they just the, shit. The optometrist doesn't because they just make a prescription and give it to you. I don't know. But then you'll come back maybe the next if you buy year contacts. And, maybe that's the big. But then there was like some sort of vision van that came to oh, Rex's no. school. Oh, and like, no. Trust that, man. Trust yeah. that. That's oh, a no. murderer right there. That Not is a vision that's puppy. He's like, you want glasses or puppies? What do you want? Come into my car. <laughs> you know, like sometimes a dentist, like a dentist RV uh-huh. will come yeah. to a poor school. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> don't get in an RV. Don't go to a dentist RV. Do not do it. Do not do She's this. Like, you know, you go down to the KOA <laughs> with all your friends and there's that guy and he says he's, he's a dentist. <laughs> he gives you gas, you wake up, all your teeth are gone, you know. Uh, well, anyway, uh, <laughs> some people that I was led to believe were uh, medical professionals in the business of eyes came to his school and like checked out all the kids' yes. eyes. Um, I mean, I hope... Hopefully that was all they checked out. And, um, <laughs> oh God, in the vision van, man. So he came home yesterday and he was like, I'm going to get glasses. I picked them out. I'm getting free glasses and I'm bringing them home and I'm going to wear glasses. We're like, okay. Well, so that's where he found out the first time. No, that's, oh, that was like the time they said yesterday. it again. You got another oh, confirmation. You went again. Oh. I, yeah. Okay. Well, but I was much, like, well, they're closer free. is he to driving? They now. did this yeah. thing at Costco where the girls just look in and it tells you what, I don't know if it's like looking at when they focus or what, but it tells you their numbers. I don't know what the numbers are. <laughs> <laughs> it's so legit. They looked at the machine. It wasn't a van. It was at Costco. You have to be a member. (laughs) (laughs) That van sounds like bullshit. There's no mayonnaise there. They have the best rotisserie chicken. (laughs) 
a rock. It's a racket that chicken. Five dollars for a whole chicken already and cooked. The glasses are good. <laughs> yeah, glasses deals. Yeah. Hmm. This week, we're sponsored by BetterHelp, which is an online counseling that's there for you. It's super convenient. You can go online and get help at your own time and pace and schedule a secure video or phone session, plus chat and text with your therapist. They have licensed professional counselors who specialize in depression, stress, anxiety, anger, family conflicts, grief, self-esteem, sleeping trauma, you know, all the things that are associated with being a parent. Um, So then... When life gets tough, you have someone you can go to to help you learn how to cope with it, deal with it, and talk through it. Um, I think, as you all know, as a therapist, I have to say, getting help is the best thing you can do for yourself. It's the best form of self-care. You get once a week just time for you to sit down and talk. Anything that you share with them is confidential, and if you're not happy with your counselor for any reason, you can totally request a new one at any time for no additional charge. They have 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states, and it's available worldwide. If you feel like you can't afford a therapist, financial aid is available for those who qualify. So it's secure, convenient, professional, and affordable. Why Mommy Drinks listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code DRINKS. So when I get started today, go to betterhelp.com slash drinks. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash drinks. Eve. Yeah, here I am. Hey, what has broken you? Oh. Please tell <laughs> us. <laughs> okay. Um... Yeah, no, uh, with 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 ple- <laughs> with pleasure. Um, but I have to say that I I was walking with my husband this morning, and I was trying to come up with different stories than the one, and we couldn't come up with one. Uh-huh. Like this is it. There's only one. Wow, so, that is awesome. So, so maybe that's maybe that's a good thing. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm lucky I that think I only that have is. like one thing. But maybe it's just that it trumps all the others. So. Yeah. Wow, Eve, because we do a podcast where <laughs> we share know. them weekly. Every week. I know. So, yeah. yes. I know. I was like, well, what about last thing. last weekend when we when the American Airlines like messed up our flights? Like, no. A um, couple things you have to know. Not about my kids, but about my own childhood. Oh. Is that I was raised in a, what I consider a very conservative household, um, very evangelical. Christian, uh-huh. what, yeah. What what brand? Well, it's complicated, the complicated kind. Um, so you could say non-denominational. Mm-hmm. You could also say we went to like an Episcopal church. Okay. Uh, but I can say this: we there was like a lot of like focus on becoming missionaries. Okay. Also being a, like a martyr mm-hmm. or like a saint. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking in tongues totally oh. happened. Where'd you grow up? Uh, Northern California. Okay. Uh, the speaking in speaking tongues in capital. Tongue. <laughs> That's how everyone knows about yeah. it. Oh, Northern California. Yeah. The speaking of tongues capital. Where the Holy Spirit speaks through you. Oh, that's uh, it. And um, so, okay, so probably goes without saying that's that hilarious. there was uh, a lot of uh, focus on, like, staying pure and virginal until marriage, right? Yep. That's one of the like going to conferences and like signing contracts that like we're all going to save ourselves. A lot of like I kissed dating goodbye. Did you have to read that book? No. Okay. Well, um, it's about how you don't do dating. You 
only do courting. It's like this this guy, and he went and did all these conferences, and it's like a, it was like a super like save your save yourself plan. Oh, that's like some Duggars and it was like, shit. It was super Duggars, and you like you only do courting, you only hang out in groups, you don't do it until you're ready to get married. You get the parents' permission. He recently, everybody go look it up. He recently just made a huge announcement that he uh, no longer thinks that was a good idea. Wait. Yeah, and he was really judgmental. And he sees so now, it's like you, like it was just in the news. Like That's just like that guy who, who was like, uh, he like created gay conversion therapy. Yeah, he's and then one he, of those. Yeah, totally. but it's a different person. It's a different person, but he. But also, they're all just like, oh fuck you guys, yeah. I fucked up. Yeah, totally. <laughs> he was like, I said some stuff that was not cool. So sorry. Yeah. So sorry if that affected anyone's <laughs> life in any way. <laughs> Shouldn't have done that. Uh, yeah, it's like mom- a mystery. You remember the dating guy from VH1? With <laughs> 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 Who's like, here's how you can have sex with all the women. <laughs> oh. And then he was like, never mind. Oh, he was? He did? No. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> it just didn't work. It's just not real. Ugh, that guy. Sorry. Okay. No. I don't no. know anything about religion, so I can only compare it to VH1. This is delightful. <laughs> VH1 is some people's uh, religion. I wish I didn't know anything about religion. Um, okay, go on. It blows my mind when people Same. that don't know. I'm like, yeah. wait, come, what do you mean you don't know? I'm jealous. I'm jealous of my own kids. <laughs> 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 like my son will my son once was like, Why why's that building got a T on it? Yeah. Oh. Why does that building have a lowercase T on it? Now tea. I know for you listening, if you're religious, that is upsetting and shocking. But to someone who had so much religion growing up, like coming out of my ears, I was like, God bless you. Yeah. Ironically, God bless you for not knowing what that is. Anyway. And then you put some nails through his palms. I to did. To teach him like, about the crucifixion in that right. moment. That's right. I was like, you, well, now. <laughs> now you know. Now you know. Let's talk about martyrdom. Uh, we weren't allowed to be, um, for Halloween, we weren't allowed to be anything evil. We had to be uh, either only good things um, or a saint. We had to be like martyrs for Halloween. Like a, an actual saint. Yeah. yeah, you had to like choose that, an actual saint. I bet that played well at school. <laughs> um, second grade, I was Sarah, the wife of Abraham, who doesn't have the children until she's very old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was my first experience, second grade, of like having people be like, who are you? What? What is that? And I was like, I'm Sarah from the Bible. I'm Abraham's wife. I'm Sarah from the <laughs> Amanda's face is so <laughs> genius right now. And I, I like I chose it myself. I was so proud of my costume. That makes me feel so much better about the time that I was Alice in Wonderland and people thought I was Raggedy Ann. Oh no! Wait, no. So you were Sarah, the lady who had kids when she was old. Yeah, that, I mean that she was <laughs> barren, and she then she barren. wasn't. So fast forward to like a year and a half ago or two years ago, and I'm uh, just going on going along with my day, and my husband sends me this text message that's like uh, with a screenshot that's a somebody has sent him a message that's like, hey, I really need to talk to you about your wife. And that's me. I'm the wife. And he was like, do you know what this is? I was like, I have no idea. And I think I know everybody. And I'm looking at this man's name. And I've never seen his name before. So my husband calls him. And he's like, I'm so glad that you called. Uh, so this seemed credible enough to your husband. Yeah, he had. 
Yeah, good question. He had, um, it wasn't just, I need to talk to you about your wife. It was like, I need to talk to you about your wife. Here's some things about her childhood that were like very specific. And how did he contact him? Facebook. But he didn't contact you? No. Huh. So I'm so scared. You have so many questions. I know. Um, so my husband calls him and then I'm at work at a meeting and my husband starts to call my phone and like call it and call it and call it. So I step outside and he's like, Hey, everything's cool. I'm just going to come pick you up. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh-oh. Wow. Seems totally chill. Yeah, no problem. Oh. So he, uh, so he, <laughs> what is more upsetting? <laughs> like, um, I called you a hundred times. Yeah. No big deal. I don't freak out. I'm just going to come and get you from there, work. Yeah. Be there in 20. Hor- I would be like, who died? Who in my family is dead? Just tell me now. He tried to, he tried to couch, you know, mm-hmm, tried to mm-hmm. like. So he came and got me and he was like, um, hey, so this guy uh, was very nice and we talked for a little bit and he had an affair with your mother and he's your real father. And. Uh, wow. Sidebar. That's what my podcast is about. Everything's relative with Eve Sturgis. Thank you. Um, yeah. I am not talking because uh, yeah. I am so excited and shocked it's, by all of this. What? Yeah. yeah. So, and okay, now you guys are thinking this is not a story about parenting. Right. But it is. But it is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it is. Um, I'm so sorry. My own mom couldn't be here to tell the story from her perspective. Um, <gasps> she's not sorry. Uh oh. I mean, she's not sorry. She's not here. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> she doesn't want to be here. I have so many questions. I know. Did I know. she know that he was the father? How did your How did your biological father find out? How did your... Uh, uh, so were your parents married? My parents are still married. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're still married. And, um, and... Where are you in the birth order? I'm the oldest. Okay. And uh, I'm the oldest... <laughs> For this other man's family as well. Um, oh, cool. So, so, so at least that didn't change, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> all of his kids have. Whoa, bib- right. All of his children have biblical names as well. Hold up, but you grew up super religious, right? So this is awesome, oh. right? <laughs> right. And it's just like nothing is making sense, and it's um, like yeah, it's just sort of like your insides or my insides, sort of like just crumbled in and um so i have a lot of questions and then um i can't i i can't or i won't say who who he is but the man who is my biological father is an evangelical like televangelist (laughs) it's like a moderate amount of success in the in that world joel Austin. <laughs> it's, it's a dugger. I'm a dugger. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. So, yeah. So all of that. It's not Joel Austin. That's a joke. It's, Please don't sue me. I'm not a dugger. Joel, super not a dugger. rich. Um, and far too young, I think. Right. Probably, right? He, he, he'd be like a brother. Or um, like a, yeah. Yeah. So, so all of that is happening. And I have to go home. I'm like, you know, so we're trying to process this and figure out what to do. So, and he, um, there's like just some other fun facts that are just like, just so you can put yourself in my mind, mind space, please. Is like, he has like five or six other children. I've always been a part of his narrative. 
And so they all know about me. Like uh, they, what? like all these siblings know about me, have known about me. What? And they've all like followed me. Nope. Yeah. They what? all know. They all know about me. That's why they knew how to contact my husband. And my husband. When were they going to deal you in? I mean, turns out about two years ago. Why did they wait this long? He, well, I don't have an answer for you, except that he says that he thought I would, he was waiting for me to figure it out and reach out. And he thought that like, they, they assumed like I would have figured it out by now. Like, I don't feel like this is something. Yeah. So I'm going to look just somewhere else yeah. it's not how it works <laughs> I know. I know. No, like you're like, raised by your dad you're like that's my dad yeah i'm, I'm sure i'm like dad. jumping ahead too no, far I know. like the chapter skip but like what was your mom's reasoning for i mean i feel like it would be the reasoning for any of us right it was like it was a secret i don't want anyone yeah to know i don't want to hurt yeah. your father so it's a secret it, it you will bury me with it yeah. yeah yeah that was her thinking yeah she yeah i think they were like go to the grave it doesn't and matter what's well, a weird knew? miscommunication yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> just that your biological father was like, well, what's, we all know. <laughs> yeah, obviously. he was like, I'm over here just knowing. Yeah, uh, I'm telling everyone and I know. Call, and like one of the, the of like, there's so many things that are wild about this. But one thing is like my when he talked to my husband was like, uh, so glad, I'm so glad you called. I wasn't sure if you were gonna if you're gonna reach out. I'm so glad. And hey, I just want to say we love where your career is going. And we are so glad that you married Eve and we think you've been such a great stepdad to her daughter Lily <laughs> because they've been like reading my stuff and like following me on what on like, like I have published work. Like I have st- like a lot of stuff in magazines. I write a lot of like essays and <gasps> I mean, that's very flattering I have some listicles out there guys. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's very sweet. Like yeah. I have, I have family that I am in sure. contact with. I don't know. Who, who don't, don't know. follow I my career. My I would like have that. freaked out and been like, wait, there's this whole like group of people following me that have known this the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I don't know. Yeah. So, um, so that's happening. So I am, uh, like, I don't, I'd like, it's shock is sort of the word for it, but trying to process all of this with all the questions you have. Yeah. Right. I didn't have them answered yet. Some of them I still don't. And then I'm sitting on the couch in our house and I just, the other story is it's something had been going on with my teenager and we couldn't figure out what it was, but she had been getting, just, she just like, I don't want to get too into details about her, but tired all the time, like losing weight at a exorbitant oh. rate. Um, it like got in trouble at school. We'd had this like weird meeting after she'd always been like a very enthusiastic and like present student. And they had this meeting that was kind of like, what's up with her? Um, so the same like week wheelhouse hour day, I'm not sure this is happening with this man who's my real father. I just have this thing where I get up and I look at my daughter's phone, like more careful, more, more carefully. And I, <laughs> I look at her phone and I've always looked at her. We always had a rule that I could have her phone and, um, and Good I could roll. look at it anytime. And we always had it overnight. She wasn't allowed to have her phone past 9 PM. Um, but this nice. time I just like looked more carefully and like slowly looked at things and discovered like a whole world that involved, um, an older boyfriend who was sneaking into our house. No. <laughs> no. 
Eve, no. That's uh, my nightmare. Every single night. Oh, Eve, I'm so sorry. Um, and they were, and uh, they were drinking a lot of Red Bull and doing a lot of other things. Um, but it was like, but that happened the same. You have to like, oh, right. I can't like tell a parallel one story. Between, yeah. Here's this and then this. Right. Right. So suddenly I have my mother. So it's like yeah. weird because it's like my mother and my daughter are the two closest women to me in my whole existence. Making similar choices. And they both right. are like lying to me about everything right. they are and do. And right. it, like it was. They're presenting themselves as a different person yeah. than you know yeah. them. Yeah. Like both of them. And it's like, wild. It was like nothing I've ever I still like I'm I'm like tripping myself out right now. Yeah. <laughs> Did that really you shake your your sense of self? Oh my, gosh. oh my god. Yeah. 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 I think it still has. Yeah. I feel like that would shatter your understanding of yourself a bit and sort of send it out into outer space you must be yeah. sort of yeah no that was waiting actually for really gravity great. to come Betsy in he just did like amazing physical demonstration of thank you um, i'm a theater artist <laughs> that was really great what you just did what you just inter- oh, well, thank interpreted 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 um yeah but yeah it was like nothing i've ever uh oh wow or want to go through again how yeah, much so we're still we're still, we're still like how much older yeah. was that boyfriend? How much older? How much older? Uh, Meet him online. Was, um, he was 18 at the time. And okay. so it's not crazy. It's okay. not like. I thought you meant like 32. Oh my God. Um, no. And it's. it's. I weird. mean, it's not ideal, no. but at least it's not But 32. I will say oh um, that he had been hovering since she was 11. And he was 15 and I had called the school like a number of times and been like, what is up? And we had tried to contact his parents and we had like, we had increased, we had like increased our boundaries and our rules like around the idea because of, of him. him specifically. Yeah. And we hadn't, and then like she got good. So it, uh, 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 so much you got. Oh, that's so rough. So it was like, oh, and it's him. And, um, real quick. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, <laughs> What was the experience of, I assume, confronting your mom about that? Uh, It was hard, and it's still going on. And I think it's still maybe always going to go on. It's, uh, so, yeah, so I decided that I would, I wanted to process it myself without, like, like, I knew that, I knew that I, this is weird, but, like, like I loved my parent or love my parents so much that I would kind of do whatever they wanted me to do. Yeah. Um, and so I knew that I would be really influenced by them and how and, they would react. Yeah. And, and uh-huh. I knew that I would really want to take care of them. Yeah. And so I kept, I actually kept my distance for a little while. Cause I was like, I need to figure this out myself and figure out what the truth is Good. before I, it's really smart because I knew that if like I said like, Hey, so this guy called and they were like, never speak his name again. Right. I would be like, okay, no problem. Okay. Sorry. So sorry. <laughs> Didn't mean to upset you. You get to experience it for yourself first. Yeah. 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 So yeah. So we're still going through it. They're very upset. It's very upsetting for lots of different reasons. And, um, it's very confusing. And, uh, and did your, uh, father who raised you mm-hmm. know that when, when did he, well, <laughs> <laughs> it's not really like a clear answer about that, but he, 
<laughs> he, uh, you know, people like, you know, things mm-hmm. and then you choose not to know things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like denial is really amazing. I've never well, witnessed denial. And especially if you're very religious and you're all about like forgiveness totally. and I, I kind of totally. understand that. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. And it's like, on one hand, there's things that are just, uh, easier to not think about ever. Right. Yeah. Like if it's just, and then there's also something to be said about like the strength of their marriage. Like it's just like, no matter like what direction, it's just really, and it's, it's really, really been fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, but I had to put all of that on hold when I found out about my daughter and deal with that. And then she, upon getting, you know, just discovered, she, um, turned into just the teenager we never had like suddenly and uh so she now lives with her dad because that was what we had we could not get her get we could not get her safe in la good for mm-hmm. you for making hard fucking yeah. choices yeah wouldn't wouldn't yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. yeah <sighs> Oh, that's so yeah. What a a one two. It's like not a real. No, it's fascinating. Thank you for sharing us. Interesting. (laughs) You're sharing with us something so deeply personal. Uh, Like, it's it's uh, it's an awesome story. I cannot imagine what you went through, but you have such insight to be able to recognize why it was so jarring that those two things were happening at the same time. Like that's just to see the connection. Yeah. It was unreal. And, and I had, yeah, there's so, I mean, I could go on and on and on, but I had like, I had just finished a book proposal for a memoir about my relationship with my daughter through the eyes of, or the relationship with my mom through the eyes of like being a single mom for 10 years. And I'd been like, I had been, I had submitted it to 72 agents and like it had, It had been like a year of it had been a really long time of working on this memoir story and this proposal and then and you were a, mo- a single mom for ten years. We didn't even talk about uh, that. And then, <laughs> and then, and then in one day, like the memoir became like null and void in one day. <gasps> like, oh, that story doesn't make sense anymore. Oh, to I mean, you, yeah. Like, I you yeah, were yeah, like yeah. somehow they found out and they were like, no more book deals. No, 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 no. I didn't have any book deals, but like they, you know what I mean? Got like it, it was like, it. oh, I, okay, just stop. There's a different, this is all different. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're just, we're on a different planet mm-hmm. now and let's just yep. reacclimate. Let's start over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. So and so fascinating. this is about, this is, so your, your podcast, everything's relative. Um, which you can find anywhere you find find podcasts. Um, is it a weekly podcast? I, it's uh, it's uh, every two weeks. Beautiful. You just finished your first season, and in every episode, you talk to someone who had. Do you want to tell? No, you're on it. You you got it. Yeah. Every, every episode, I just I talk with somebody else that's had a like a like wild DNA discovery as an adult. So, and a lot of them, a lot of what I've discovered is um, that people are finding out like crazy through 23andMe. Yes, my friend just, she just found out who her birth parents are. Yeah. So, yeah, it's blowing people up all over the place. And um, sending some people to jail. Right. Glad it wasn't you. (laughs) Um, and, uh, And so, like, lots of people are finding out, like, as adults that, like, all these kind of crazy family secrets and lies and it's shaking up their identities. And so I, I bring people on from different like 
aspects of that world to talk about it. So a lot of people have had shocking DNA discoveries. I've also brought on like an archivist to talk about what it's like, like who are these people that are obsessed with ancestry.com. And I've brought on um, like a, a, mo- a woman in a same sex marriage who's using donors to have children yep. and like what the decisions she's making are now. Like I'm trying to bring Very in people cool. from like every angle to talk about, to talk about, uh, yeah, I don't know, like the changing landscape of contemporary DNA testing. Beautiful. Yeah. <gasps> what a, what a good way you just summarized mm, thanks. this. Thanks. It's amazing. So, yeah, it's so fun. It's everyone fun. should check that out. Yeah, it sounds awesome. Is there anything else you want uh, to promote or, uh, you know, where where can people go to find you mm. uh, on the webs? No, Everything's Relative Podcast is my thing. And I've got a, it's got an Instagram at Everything's Relative Podcast. And I have my own Instagram at Eve Sturgis. And my writing is at evesturgis.la. And what uh, kind of writing do you do? I do. It's uh, mostly it's been essay. It's like as personal essays. And for what it's worth, when all of this happened about a year and a half ago, I have not written since it's been this strange, like I understand. Crump- yeah, yeah. Just like crumpling of who I am. So just starting to like get, get out the old pen and paper or the typewriter or whatever you want to say. Um, no one uses their hands to the Google write. Doc. There you <laughs> go. I just opened up Google Doc tab <laughs> um, again. But uh, so it's like a lot of essays. I'm in Cosmo and Huffington Post and uh, a practical wedding. A lot of stuff about being a mom or being a bride or being a woman. And they can find that evesturgis.la. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Awesome. It's all there. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you like the show, subscribe, rate, and review it. Also, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, like our Facebook page, join our Facebook group, uh, send us your shit shows, and buy some merch. We've got super cool merch, and all of this information is in the description of this episode. Kaka! Copy with your shit show. 424279884. Copy with your shit show. 424279884. Copy with your shit show. 424279884. Eve, you're doing a great job. Thanks. That is some unchartered territory. Yeah. And you're, you're fucking doing it thanks betsy you're doing a great job everyone here is doing a great job thanks thank you mm-hmm. thanks amanda i got my kids glasses and i know nothing about them it's fun <gasps> about the glasses you know out. lots about your kids I know, I know so much about my kids uh too much one would say uh <laughs> hey <laughs> you are doing a great job thanks i'll take it okay mm-hmm Hey, I'll take it. I you, mean, Emmeline can just, you know. She'll eat some cake tomorrow and be just happy. Yes, she mm. will. What kind of cake is it going to be? It's going to be a Baskin what? Robbins ice cream cake oh, shaped sweet. like a heart that says Benny's Heart Day. So good. But what flavor? I'm, uh, turkey flavor. Oh, the turkey mm. cake. I saw it today. <laughs> you saw it today? Yeah, it's still there? No, you can just order it. You can order it whenever nice. you want. So you can get turkey cake for Easter, turkey oh. cake for mm. Friday, turkey <gasps> cake for... I hope they make like a ham shaped, Next like a ham Super with Bowl. a bone in. Just bring a turkey Easter. cake. Every day is turkey day. <laughs> if you're living right. <laughs> it's an ice cream cake that looks like a turkey. It's gross. And totally needs to happen. It sounds beautiful to yeah, me. Who doesn't want that? Well, that's the question. Do I do cotton candy ice cream in the inside or do I do vanilla and chocolate? 
Mm, that's those are the only options. Yeah, I, I mean, go vanilla chocolate. Yeah, me too. That's I'm kind of thinking that too because if you do cotton candy, it's like ugh. cotton candy so sweet. Ugh. Yeah, and it's already shaped like a heart, so it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mm-mm, yeah. No one's ever cut open a chocolate and vanilla ice cream cake shaped like a heart and gone. Oh yeah. no! You just wait till tomorrow. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Sure, it'll happen. <laughs> Emmeline, Emmeline will muster it. Yeah, they're gonna be like, "This is the worst fucking vanilla thing." And Come chocolate. on, you <laughs> suck! All of this is the worst. <laughs> You're doing a great job. You got a fucking ice cream cake. Good job, Amanda. So you might find yourself uh, looking at the ice cream tomorrow at Baskin Robbins, thinking, "How the hell did I end up here?" Or watching your kid hump the floor in front of Chris Kattan. Yeah. Or realizing that that's not your dad. (laughs) (laughs) I was definitely like, how is she going to pull that one? Know that, you know what? You're doing a great job. (laughs) My mommy drinks. Have you ever encountered an unexplained hairy bipedal hominid in the woods? Have you received telepathic messages from an unidentified aerial phenomenon? If so, then you need to listen to Bigfoot Collectors Club. I'm Michael McMillan. And I'm Bryce Johnson. And together with super producer... Riley Bray. We make up the Bigfoot Collectors Club. That's right. Every week we talk to actors, comedians, writers, and paranormal experts about their personal paranormal histories and share stories of high strangeness. Like the time when we talked to Craig Ferguson about the Loch Ness Monster and when a sea witch told him he had raven magic. Or the time I asked Pitch Perfect's Anna Camp her opinion on cattle mutilations. Past guests have included Rachel Bloom, Jen Kirkman, Paul F. Tompkins, Bobcat Goldthwait, and more. So if you've ever been abducted alongside five reindeer by an alien with drills for hands or witnessed Bigfoot crawl out of an interdimensional portal, don't laugh, happens all the time, then check out Bigfoot Collectors Club on Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcasts. Bigfoot Collectors Club, you're You're here here to to believe believe us. Wait, is that how it goes? Campfire.